November 23rd, 2005. The day before, on November 22nd, Angela Merkel becomes the first female chancellor of Germany. Nice. Um, he was known as the magician of slide and the slide king of rock and roll because of his slide guitaring no. abilities. Um, on Saturday, November 26th, Stan Bernstein, author of the Bernstein Bears, dies at 82. And Sunday, November 27th, in France, the first partial f- human face transplant is completed for <laughs> Isabelle Denoir. In May of 2005, Denoir overdosed on sleeping pills, and her Labrador Tanya mauled her face. Why? Well, almost everyone thinks that this is because the dog was, like, frantically trying to wake her up, um, and the dog, like, panicked. Um, And Tanya was euthanized. I don't know if it, (laughs) it, like, didn't specify if she was euthanized, like, because of the incident or because of, like something else like maybe she was like also happened to be sick i don't know um but either way isabel was devastated and kept a picture of tanya by her hospital bed and adopted another dog while in recovery so a triangle of facial tissue including the nose and mouth was taken from a dead a brain dead female donor and grafted onto (sighs) denoir exactly one year after the transplant denoir reported that she could smile again (laughs) Um, but she admitted in an interview that she had a hard time accepting what her new appearance was, uh, saying it takes an awful lot of time to get used to someone else's face. Can you imagine just like having a like half of your imagine. face being different? Denoir died of cancer in April 2016. The thing that really sucked about that case is like because she like took too many sleeping pills, like people are like speculating like was it an attempted suicide and like but that wouldn't have happened if she hadn't gotten her face mauled off like but because it happened to be like a a high profile case like she's got all these people speculating and so like Mm -hmm. something very personal becomes all these people's business because a dog mauled her (laughs) um also, I read something that was like the the daily drugs that she had to take um, after the surgery, like made her more susceptible to cancer. So she had like two different kind of cancers. Wow. And then at a certain point, like her body started to reject the transplant and then part of her lips weren't moving or weren't working. Um, so, yeah, kind of dark. Um, the movie is still Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Thank God. Do you want to guess what the top U.S. track was? It's something that you've guessed before. Oh, no. I have no idea. What I'll just play it. Oh, my God. We sang it. God, I hate Chris Brown so much. Yeah. 
Um, he also looks like a literal toddler in this music video. Um, this song featured Jules Santana in like the intro, and he has one of the best lines I think I've ever heard. That is so fucking funny to me. One of the brand new big boy toys. I do big boy things. I make big boy noise. It was written by and starring toddlers. <laughs> this is unreal. Oh, and that's all I got. Okay, well, before we begin, it's another sad day for us because this is the last episode in which Faith Faye appears. <gasps> no! Yeah. She left with Maggie Grace. <laughs> yeah, she I said, know. I'm out. I saw her in one of her crop tops. She went out on a high note. But um, this is hard for us to swallow. We begin in flashback, and we discover that Ana Lucia is a police officer in the Los Angeles Police Department. Of course she fucking No surprise is. there. This girl has big cop energy. <laughs> She's in mandatory therapy before she can return to work, so there must have been an incident on the job. In present day, Said has realized that Ana Lucia shot Shannon, so he pulls his gun on her. Echo knocks him down, and they have an intense fight in the mud. Mm -hmm. During this, Ana Lucia knocks Said unconscious. Everyone is tense and yelling. Nobody move! Nobody! Does he have anything else on him? What? He just had a gun to your neck. Check to see if he has anything else on him. Hey, put it down. She's yelling at him to stop. Can I just say, of course Saeed is the only one who can actually, like, be a match for Echo. We love he, it. If Ana Lucia wasn't there, like, he would have beaten him. Yeah. He had him pinned down. Yeah. God. Oh, my two faves. Um, we do not like cops pointing a gun at a black man in 2021. We <laughs> didn't feel good about it. Plus, he's literally de-escalating the situation. <laughs> we need to tie him up. I'm not tying him up. He tried to kill you. No. Anna forces Libby to tie Saeed up with vines from Sawyer's stretcher. Flashback. In flashback, we learn Anna Lucia's mom is the captain of this precinct. So this is kind of like Jack Shepard getting a job at St. Sebastian's. Mm. It's an interesting parallel between the two of them, the two island leaders. They talk about... uh, police shooting but they don't say whether Ana Lucia shot someone or was shot by someone in that scene in the present day because the stretcher was taken apart and Ana Lucia is making no effort to leave this clearing Echo decides to carry Sawyer to find medical attention from the main group of survivors don't leave please if that were you he'd let you die I'm not doing it for him I'm doing it for me The 
Then we flash back. We see Ana Lucia respond to a call with her partner, and it doesn't go well. She's having trouble dealing <laughs> with high-stress situations. Back on the island, Libby's begging her to let Saeed go, but Anna says he'll come after her because she killed someone he loves. I don't know how she knows Saeed loved her. Was it because he pointed his gun at her? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. You gonna get out of this, man. You know, the, the ladies' tea at my club back home is about 10 feet closer. Shut so up, you... <laughs> Nice. Yep. Next scene, we're in the hatch. Here's something that cracked me the fuck up about this episode. <laughs> I paused on Locke's crossword, and it appears that they didn't make a crossword for the show. They just told him to write Gilgamesh in an existing crossword. So all of the crosswords aren't real words. Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> this is, these are the words that he makes with oh Gilgamesh. Geher. Cyan. <laughs> My favorite one is acorns. <laughs> acorns with an L. <laughs> Imgitative. <laughs> La, L-A-A. Yeah, wait. <laughs> Ismskeet. <laughs> Epers. Epers. <laughs> Acids. <laughs> And Pager. <laughs> Pager, but he wrote an H. Tag yourself. I'm Ism Skeets. That killed me. Because it just looks like John Locke's really dumb. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. <laughs> A considerable amount of us laughing at it. <laughs> so we're back at the hatch. Some little white pills. Bring the uh, alcohol and some gauze patches. Strip that bed. Make sure it's got clean sheets on it. Kate. Uh, yeah. Here. Jack brings down Sawyer's temperature using the shower. He tells Locke to enter the numbers when the timer is beeping. So does he care about that now? Or was he just trying to get rid of Locke? He was like, John, oh. the timer. And I was like, since when? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who does he care? Yeah, I guess he was probably just trying to get rid of him. But like literally all Locke does in this episode is just walk around like, what, what happened? Mm. Wait. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> who are you? Shannon. And what happened? Shannon. <laughs> Gilgamesh. Pear. <laughs> Acon. <laughs> Sounds like Acon with a foreign accent. <laughs> hey. What are we doing here, Anna? We move to the tail section, survivors. Cut me some slack. Hey. We just want to know what you're doing. What's the plan? Said says, she has no plan. She only has her guilt and a gun. Wait, he's, I didn't hear him say that. I hated that one. <laughs> she tells them that Michael must go back to the camp and return with ammunition, a pack, clothing, and food for Ana Lucia, who plans to survive on the island on she her said, own. She said, jeans, 
and sucks. <laughs> Sometimes her delivery just fucking kills me. <laughs> Jeans. Sucks. Michael leaves for the midsection survivor camp. Flashback, we finally find out about this incident that required her to get approved by a psychologist. Ana Lucia was shot four times by a burglary suspect. She learns that the suspect who shot her, Jason McCormick, has been caught and has confessed. All she needs to do is identify him. She takes a look but says it's not him and he is released. Back to the Sawyer problem. He's reaching sepsis. He desperately needs antibiotics. Jack can't get him to swallow it. I'll do it. No, no, I got it. I can do it. slowly telling him he has to swallow the medicine to get better Sawyer then swallows the pill I hate this scene if he wasn't coherent enough to understand swallow swallow it then he's not gonna understand a long tender speech oh my god and then also like was Jack seriously jealous of that like he was watching he was so mad he was so mad I mean he didn't do anything like he did everything that was required of him sure he can make whatever face he wants, I think, as long as Sawyer swallows the antibiotic. Um, he says, I never learned the whole whisper in the ear thing in med school, which, me- which means he knows this is bullshit, too. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> My God. Then Jack and Locke learn about what happened to Shannon and Saeed. Jack angrily demands that Echo guide them to the location, but Echo refuses. This man isn't the problem. He brought Sawyer back. Half dead with a bullet hole in his shoulder, John. That was so long ago that I actually forgot who shot Sawyer. I was like, wait, yeah, did they shoot him? <laughs> <laughs> I had to really think about it. <laughs> Michael turns up at the hatch and informs Jack about Ana Lucia's demands. Echo doesn't want Michael and Jack to arm up and track down his crew. He says Ana Lucia made a mistake. Jack recognizes that name as the woman he was flirting with before boarding the plane, before he flirted himself into some more booze from Cindy. <laughs> Mr. Echo. Wow. <laughs> His two airport flirts. <laughs> we don't know if that's the only two. Oh. <laughs> he yelled that coffin onto the plane and then he flirted <laughs> himself the rest of the day. Mr. Echo agrees to take Jack only back to Ana Lucia as long as he agrees not to take any guns. Also, he's not saying anything. And then as they're walking away, he just goes, stop! Like, as though he was shouting across a football field. Like, it was so unnecessary. God, those scenes. Yeah. Fuck. And then he he proceeds to just talk at a normal volume. Yeah. Um, here's who I think should be handling the Ana Lucia and Saeed situation. Bernard, Echo, and Kate. Those are the people I trust. Yum. The others are too hot-headed. The other tail section survivors, Libby and Bernard, have left Ana Lucia to follow Jin back to camp. Ana Lucia is interrogating Saeed, asking him, <laughs> asking him apparently odd questions. <laughs> this is what Wikipedia had to say about that. 
such as whether or not he has any children. He asks her the same question, making this two episodes in a row now that so someone tired. <laughs> someone asks Ana Lucia if she has kids, and she looks away lugubriously. <laughs> <laughs> This one and the last one. Plus, she freaked out about that baby crying at the at the domestic disturbance call they responded to, Gilgamesh. He asks her <laughs> he asks her if she's going to kill him. <clears throat> Clearly experiencing mental anguish, he says perhaps she should kill him. Anna, in response, relates her story. This is how she describes being shot. All I remember was a pop. By the time I hit the ground, I thought I was dead. I feel dead. So how did you interpret that, I feel dead? What do you mean? I thought she was still speaking about the feeling at the time of being shot. Yeah. But then later Saeed says to her, we're both already dead. Yeah. So did she mean in the present day she still feels dead? Because she never told him what really happened. So it's not like... Right. I don't know that... I, I didn't take it that she was saying that she feels dead currently. I thought she was just saying in the context of the story. Yeah. But I guess it's ambiguous for a reason. Okay. When Saeed asks her what happened to the man who shot her, we flash back to Anna following Jason out to a parking lot. Hey. Jason. I know you. At which point she states, I was pregnant, shoots him three times in the chest, and then proceeds to shoot him three times again in the head. The good part about this episode is that it wasn't too predictable because I thought they were leading down a parallel of her having shot someone on the job and having to deal with shooting Shannon in the present. But the real parallel, I think, has to do with Libby saying Anna's not the best judge of character. She brings up the Nathan issue. And I assume Anna Lucia doesn't feel good that she was duped by Goodwin for so long. And duped by the... And now we found out that the reason she got shot and lost the baby is because she misjudged someone. So that's her official lost character complex that she brought to the island her lcc well and now she's overcompensating for it yeah i'm like yeah because trusting people in the past has not gone well and she was wrong about nathan and now nathan's dead yeah when the flashback ends she says to saeed that nothing happened and the man was never found she then frees saeed with echo's machete drops her weapon and dares saeed to take his revenge but Saeed refuses, saying, what good would it be to kill you if we're both already dead? And walks over to Shannon's body. Eventually, the rest of the tail section survivors and Jin make it back to the camp where Bernard and Rose are finally reunited, as well as Jin and Sun. I don't know how Sun missed that whole commotion. Okay, I was thinking the same thing. She was like... A crowd of people gathered a few yards away from her, but she is focused on that laundry, okay? Also, she knew that Jin was on the island, probably. She knew because yeah. she saw Michael. Yeah. Um, Bootcut Jeans was there. I think I saw mm. Hypochondriac with glasses. Yeah. Crop Top Queen was there. Like, were they whispering? A few people ran right past her to see who had yeah. arrived, and she's just like... She's like, what? I have to dry this. It's just more TV BS for that, like, look, that faraway look to Jen. The episode ends with Saeed carrying Shannon's body back to camp while Ana Lucia and Jack, the two leaders of the survivor camps, face each other for the first time after the crash. Yeah. (sighs) Did you cry at the end? 
I cried I when remember. when Rose and Bernard saw each other. I also was upset that I didn't get to see anyone's dumb face when they saw that Bernard was still alive. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're going to do that. Also, like, Rose must be magic, right? If she was like, I know he's still alive. Like, she must have some kind of, like, magic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a faith thing. Yeah. Okay, here's some notes. We got a nice crap from Hurley in the golf scene. Yeah. <laughs> Another crap at the top of your lungs. Ana Lucia called in on the police radio as 8 Adam 16. Um, mm. He asked Kate twice for that fucking antibiotic. She just really? stood there I didn't stupidly. Even oh my God. Oh my God. I like lost my shit. He's like, Kate. Oh my <laughs> God. Fuck, man. We know LA. Don't make him ask twice. <laughs> we know LA is where Ana Lucia lives, uh, but I would like to know why she was in Australia. Yeah. There's too much gun acting in this episode. It feels like Michelle Rodriguez was just having fun, like playing with it and waving it around. Yeah. The gun is never at rest, even when she's not aiming it. It's constantly like, she like thinks with it. <laughs> she's, she's chewing like, on it. <laughs> and then like whenever she's talking, she's like gesturing with it. Like I don't think uh, someone with extensive yeah, gun training. Yeah, someone with gun training has respect for the weapon and isn't waving it around. Oh, Michelle. Willy nilly. I like that Michael Cudlitz calls her AL because that's what I always write in my notes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I made it to the show. It made it to the show. Like, I had some influence. <laughs> this is two out of two Jasons on the show who are scumbags. Oh, yeah. Coincidence? Wait, who's the other Jason again? It was the bank robber with yeah, Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also like that they bring out the golf course when things get too dark. God. <laughs> I just don't know. Predictions. First of all, Echo is super anti-guns. I don't know what he's been through, but it's a clear recurring setup for something. Mm-hmm. Also, the next episode is called What Kate Did, yeah. right? Yeah. Finally. Finally, we get to know. At least 30 episodes we've been wondering. I'm going <laughs> to predict maybe we'll even learn something about her marriage. She told Sawyer during oh, Ten yeah. Fingers that she's been married, but it didn't last long. Yeah. Forgot about that. You know who you want to vote off? I sure do. Three, one, two, two three, one, lock. rise pants. <laughs> I just, it really. It's so shocking to see really them. They're really bad. In like, this year. Like, Kate and Ana Lucia in particular, their pants are so bad. Yeah, if you have a flat stomach on this show, you have the lowest, the shortest distance between crotch and belt I've ever seen in my life. And like, those, I mean, like, that's like. Those are the people who that is suited for, and it still doesn't look good. Oh, I think she looks incredible. Like, every time she um, squatted, you know, or, like, sat down or kneeled, I was like, that's unbelievable. (laughs) She doesn't have a muffin top. I was like, she deserves to be celebrated. I think they look terrible. I think she looks great. The pants are terrible. I mean. Wear some normal pants. They look dated, for sure. I don't like it when Kate wears, like... (laughs) boot cut cargo pants either though yeah <laughs> oh my god these i'm gonna miss shannon because she was the only one with some goddamn sense <laughs> you're in my light sticks 
Um, I did not feel comfortable with Locke in this episode. He was transfixed by Sawyer dying. He was transfixed by the news of Shannon's death and yeah. Saeed's detainment. And then when he asked to be taken to them, I was like, no, yeah. we don't need his chaotic ideology mucking this up. <sighs> the stakes are life and death. Like, we don't want him. <laughs> he really fucked up with Boone. <laughs> okay. MVP on three. One, three, two, two three, one. Bernard. The DA. Love Bernard. Yeah. I just said Bernard because he got his honey back. <laughs> he stood up to Anna Lucia. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I'm really hoping that he gets a new pair of pants. Yeah. Did you see that sexy slit? <laughs> that Jessica Rabbit yeah. slit. That is so funny. Um, I actually liked that scene where he was like, this has been long enough. Like, I... I need to be reunited with my wife. Like, I know she's there and yeah. I haven't seen her in 50 days. There's no reason for me to wait around here with this yeah. bullshit. There's no reason for any of them to wait around there. But, like, he he and Sawyer had, like, the biggest reasons to get back Yeah, there. he really laid down the law there and advocated for himself and I'm proud of him. <laughs> um, I chose the DA because he found the guy. They almost got him. And Ana Lucia went on her revenge plot instead. Also, she totally looked like an off-duty cop at that bar. Like, she was not fooling anyone. <laughs> okay. R.I.P. Jason McCormick. You thought you got off scot-free. <laughs> R.I.P. Nathan. Was he an amateur herbologist? We'll never know. It's been a long day. And R.I.P. Ms. Rutherford. Um, this episode is... R.I.P. Faith Faith. Oh my god. Is she dead? I, yeah, I thought that, like, she was gonna get snatched by the others or something. She literally is just gonna never appear again and, like, we're not gonna notice. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna notice. I'm noticing. This episode is pretty dismal. The flashbacks, the Jack and Rose banter, the echo scenes in the hatch. I was not here for it. Yeah. I'm not really interested in Ana Lucia anymore. I am, and I didn't like her flashbacks. I I think she's got to go. She's she can't be in charge of people anymore, at least. Yeah, she did really like panic in this episode. Which is good because I mean, she got them to the front section. You think she's just going to drop? No, I don't think so. I think she's going to, like, try to retain some kind of power because she clearly has just the way that she, like, needed to be out on the streets again and, like, patrolling and, like, needed to be the one to take that call. Like, she has a power thing where she feels like she needs to have it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, her thing about power is if you will she wishes to have it (laughs) Akon Akon it's great la (laughs) (laughs) oh we should screenshot it I'm so silly (laughs) trivia L. Scott Caldwell and Sam Anderson, that's Rose and Bernard, deliberately did not meet until they 
filmed their touching reunion oh. scene because they wanted it to be as authentic and possible. Here's my thing. They're not meeting yeah, for the wait, first they're... time. So how is that authentic? I think that just was because they happened to not meet before yeah. then. And that's fine. You can say that. Don't play it off like it was an artistic choice, though. I want to act like I've never seen my husband in my life. (laughs) And uh, the Gilgamesh story, it involves a fundamental ambiguity over the issue of coincidence versus divine destiny. Oh. So our prince of destiny. Back on my bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, he's back on his bullshit. He's got Gilgamesh right in his crossword puzzle. Um, okay, the last thing for today is a loose end to tie up. Co-star of The Fog, Tom Welling. We said, who the hell's that? And I said, I don't know, I think he was on the Superman show. In fact, he's the star of Smallville, which was on the WB from 01 to 06 and the CW from 06 to 11. Smallville also stars Aaron Ashmore, who's one of my faves. And who? <laughs> a good actor. And Kristen Krug, who is on the CW adaptation of Beauty and the Beast. I love that show. It's very silly. I've never heard of that. Our hero, Christopher Reeve, made two appearances on <gasps> Smallville. No way. Oh. We love. Um, let's get down to what we all really care about, though. Tom has won two Teen Choice Awards for oh, Smallville. Oh, the teenies. Including... Choice TV actor action for which he beat out Josh Holloway and Matthew Fox. He's been nominated oh. nine other times for Smallville and even not <laughs> yours. <laughs> and even nominated once for Cheaper by the Dozen, which was one of my childhood favorite movies. Have you seen that? No. Have you seen the old one even? No. <gasps> Are all these kids yours, mister? Or is this a picnic? They're all mine. And believe me, it's no picnic. Silence! <laughs> so good. Okay. Don't worry, Caroline. Ian still has him beat with eight wins and 20 total nominations. Oh! At Teen Choice. <laughs> That's why he's the king. He even beat Tom Welling in 2011 for some Teen Choice. I found out today that Ian actually beat Terry O'Quinn for a Teen Choice Award. Terry O'Quinn was nominated for Teen Choice. <laughs> The teens did not choose Terry that day. <laughs> um, and then that's how I... <laughs> hey, kids! <laughs> the weird thing is it was for choice male hottie. <laughs> <laughs> choice bad daddy. <laughs> we should do our own awards. Oh, my God. <laughs> At the end of the season. The Acons. <laughs> Um, So that's how I found out that Vampire Diaries went up against Lost in four categories that year. Oh. Another fun teen fact is that (laughs) Twilight, Vampire Diaries, and True Blood were all around in the same years, so they created a category called Choice Vampire. Oh my god. <laughs> Did in and Ian won that, right? He um, must have won that at some point. I don't know. I don't remember which ones he's won. Oh my <laughs> but I God. pray. Wow, the God. teenies. Choice of bad daddy. 
Follow us for wherever we post these new words. <laughs> Our favorite words. Watch someone be like, these are actually words. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, that was a little short one. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I did a Wikipedia recap. And you better believe Wikipedia didn't say a single word about any of the golfing. Yeah, it didn't, it's unimportant. It didn't say anything about the domestic disturbance call. Oh, that's um, kind of important. That's where I can see Right. Officer Cortez! Ma'am, get your baby upstairs. Anna Lucia! Get on the ground! Please wait! Anna wait. Lucia! It didn't say, I think it skipped some of the stuff in the hatch. Like some of the arguing that they were doing, Locke and yeah. Jack and Echo. They really they really make some harsh decisions about what they care about on Wikipedia. Dang. Alright. Follow us on Instagram at you last me pod, Twitter at you last me pod, and email us at you last me pod at gmail.com. Nice to see you. Bye.